Therefore, whoever hears the sayings of mine does them, I will liken to a wise man who builds his house on a rock. Matthew 7:24. Welcome, beloved, to another edition of God's Word with God's chosen servant, Reverend Amos Darko. Reverend Amos Darko is anointed to inspire you with an anointed teaching and preaching of God's Word with down to add practical examples. Get ready as he ministers the Word of God for today. Somebody is an intercessor. Or somebody is interceding for another person. It simply means the person is standing between two people. Two guys quickly. Two guys. Come. Come. Sometimes we intercede for people we don't even know that we, what we are doing is called intercession. This gentleman gave this man a loan. He took 500 Ghana cities from him. And he has been trying to make him pay. The gentleman doesn't want to pay. The one day when he went out, he met him. When you meet him, what will you do? You will take his money. And so, is he wait? This guy is angry. <laughs> he wants to hurt this person. And just at the beginning of their whatever, their litigation or litigation, I happen to chance upon them. And to hold him lightly. So, oh, Charlie, please, what is the problem? Leave him, leave him. No, 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 no. no senior, you leave him. Oh, leave him. Oh, Charlie, I beg, I beg. You, you wait. What be the problem? What be the problem? How much? How much? Five hundred. I go pay. You leave him. I say I go pay. I say me chance until they die. Okay, so you you take the money. Until they do the So wait, is he free? No, Onya found it. How did he become free? Onya found it saying somebody stood in the middle. Obichina in them. So this man's wrath against this other person was going to bring destruction to this gentleman. But somebody stood in it. And that is intercession. And the problem is that our church today is empty of intercessors. Nobody is praying for another person. Everybody is praying for his or herself. As for you, your prayer point is myself and I. The day you are not using myself, you are using I. And so the church is lacking great intercessors. Let's read Ezekiel chapter 22. You can take your seat. God bless you. Ezekiel chapter 22, verse number 30. We are going to pray. When you read Ezekiel chapter 22, verse number 30, okay, Ezekiel 22, 30 now. you hear God speak. And he says something to all of us. He said, So I sought for a man among them 
who make a wall and stand in the gap between me on behalf of the land that I should not destroy it but I found none so the land has sinned against God and because of their sin God wants to destroy the land. Look at God saying that I even look for a man among them to stand in the gap. That I should not destroy them. But I found that. Tonight you can be an intercessor for your friends. Tonight you can be an intercessor for your friends. I failed one time. Seed for my friend. I had a friend, but he was my childhood friend. We attended the same primary school together. We almost grew up together. Growing up, he was very close to me. I used to go to his house, he used to come to my house. Right after JHS, we all went to separate secondary schools. He didn't succeed. I don't know what happened at the school, so he was sacked. And he came back. And he became a drug addict. He was smoking weed. He, he, was, he was smoking until the point he started selling it. So he was a manufacturer and a distributor of weed in Kenya. Or marijuana. One day I went to the secondary school, came back home. And I wanted to go and visit him. When I opened the door, he has dried weed in his home. That was the first day I saw what people call it. I've never seen one before. So I thought it was leaves. At first, I even thought it was medicine. I called nobody was responding. Then I moved on to the bedroom. When I got to his bedroom, I saw that some of the weed were in sacks. So immediately he said somebody has opened his bedroom. He just entered. He said, Emos, what are you doing here? He said, No, I came to see you. Are you now a herbalist? And he laughed and he said, No. Then he said, Listen to what he told me. He said, What is this? He said, What do you do with all these things? Then he told me that it was my son, brother who started it. He used to Help me, I don't want to do this 
Then I told him, you have to follow me to church. Then he said, when are you coming for me? And I said, this Sunday. But then I was in church of Pentecost. And he said, oh, I'll, I'll wait for you. I did it. I was supposed to go for you. Then I saw him. When I said, hey, I forgot it. Tell him, forgive me, forgive me. Oh, I'll come. Every day he was telling me, when are you coming to take me to church? Every day he was telling me, when are you coming to take me to church? One day he told his mother, that I said, I have a drug. When you drink that medicine, you will never smoke again and you never sell weed again. And the cost of the drug is 200 Ghana cities. And so he took the 200 cities from his mother and he spent it. So when his mother saw me and he said, Have you bought the medicine? I said, Mommy, which medicine? My son will kill me. He has taken my 200 cities, then you said there is some medicine. So I saw another classmate of mine. Tell me, tell me, classmate, be so. See, Charlie, 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 it was park, park. It was Gina Hall. So Charlie, that's a prego. And I said, Ah, it's a prego, new. Which a prego? He said, Oh, our friend. It's a prego, man. I see. I go down from the car and I go to the scene. I said, What is happening? Mr. Femko said, I didn't know what. And the guy said he has he went he came to buy something from our sister with fifty Ghana cedis counterfeit. So I told him, Yeah, we're in here by hundred fifty cedis counterfeit. So we are taking him to the police station. He didn't come to the station. Then we asked him, Charlie, is it true? Come and see swearing. He said it's never true. And I told my friend that Charlie, let's contribute and pay the money. He said we should keep our money. Nobody should pay anything. And I said, Charlie, if it's you, just tell the truth and let's pay and let them believe. He said, no, let's go to the police station. Let's go to the police station. There's somebody who's laughing. was going through the door of no return. There is a door that when you sin is sins, you can never come again. And so this time, instead of admitting the sin, he's rather fighting and rebelling. That is not the one. They took him to the police station. I, 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 I don't know what happened at the police station. Then, three days or probably a week after, on that very day, I remember the thing because um, Aite Powers and Bikon Banku was, they were fighting. How many of you remember that day? Yes. Aite Powers and Bikon Banku. The whole of Accra was haywire. And all concentration was on the boxing. That very night, they went for an operation. At there is a container. They said this is for a woman who sells car batteries, brand new car batteries. And they took a seat. They wanted to have a bag of the container. 
Those of you who have containers, when you pass behind your container, you see that it's, it's like it's rusted. Somebody's pouring acid at the back. They pour the acid onto the point the container becomes very So when they hit it with their leg, that night they were four. And I do not wear for a nine. Himself and his junior brother. His, I'm telling you, his junior brother. His senior brother introduced him into the thing. And he also introduced his junior brother. And some other friends. They went. And he and his junior brother were supposed to enter the container through that small hole they And the two were supposed to stand outside. So as this one brings the battery. This one passes on to the other one. And the one, those outside also go and hide it somewhere. And somebody saw them. At around 12 a.m. Midnight. Somebody saw them. And the person ran. Called guys. And they came with snakes. Guns. Cutlasses. So the guy who was standing in front of the container heard the footsteps of people. And he shouted. Then when the guys heard that the people have spotted them. When the guys coming, when they saw that the, the thieves have spotted them, they started running to the scene. And so the guy told his junior brother. And the senior brother said, No, you go. And the boy said, When if you don't leave, they will catch the two of us and they will kill the two of us. And so you go first. His brother was hesitant. So he puts his brother through the container. And his brother went out. And he fled. When he came out to the cell, they grabbed him. Whilst they were beating, somebody was beating. They beat the gentleman beyond recognition. And after that, they used three lorry ties. They put the ties around him. And they poured petrol. And they lighted fire. And they started burning. And he stood up and he fell. And that was it. had the opportunity to stand in the gap for this gentleman. I, I I don't want you to also make a mistake with your friends and your You can be a Christian and have your parents go to hell. Some of us must learn to stand between the anger of our family and God. For the wages of sin is death. So anybody who sin must die. But the Bible said, for I saw for a man. It's quite unfortunate God was looking for a man and not an my mother, you can stand in the gap for that son of yours. 
you can stand in the gap for that auntie of yours for I sold for a man amongst them so it means God will not bring anybody from outside to come and do anything for you the people God will use are people who are among us I was a church member like yourself don't, don't were the days where I also used to sit down like the way you are sitting but God chose me from among you and placed me here to now begin to intercede for you my work now is to pray for you but in your family who is God going to get to there was a time let me show you something in my family people were dying one of the things that is common in my family is premature death my cousins one of them died at 35 years one of them died at 31 years I think I was talking to you about one of them today I don't know. I don't know if he's. But he he was doing the AC installation for all the tower. He came. He came all the way from Kumasi to install the ACs. He did everything. Perfect job. When he finished, you see, when they are doing, working on it, they turn off their main switch. So after everything, when everybody comes down, then they turn it on. At around 536, they were done with the job. When they turned on the main power, there was light out, so there was no power in it. They started changing their clothes. Then one of the guys said, My cousin told me, Oh, I've left my plier on the cable. And so I'm going to take it. And this boy told him that, Master, plier. Tomorrow we'll come back when you can, you can take it. What is plier? It is density. He said, Oh no, I must go and take it. Then he climbed up on the tower. When he held the plier, he turned on the power and he fell from the top down. That was it. He didn't speak. He was dead. And it was announced on peace FM. I was driving. I heard that they said somebody has died on Saint, uh, as a tower at St. John's. I didn't even know it was my cousin. Then after the news, somebody called me that he's there. And I said, no, this can't be possible. Then I, I, I stood in the guy and said, oh, what is happening in my family? Because before then, a week before his death, now what chick another cousin of mine who's a lady has also died. Exactly a week the, the gentleman died. Now what Then I said, No, this can't be possible. Then I stood up I'm sorry. and I started praying Shut and interceding for my family. And I prayed and I said, God, any spirit of death that is haunting my family. Tonight I stand in the gap and I pray and I repent that spirit that night when I slept I saw a smoke in the form of a human being a smoke in the form of a human being it was walking a smoke 
it was working. Amen. And it was talking. Amen. And God said, That is the spirit of death you are dealing with. Then I prayed again. And God said to me, Two weeks after this one, another one is going to happen. And I called my aunt. Uh, my aunt. And I told her that your daughter, she's the next online. Watch out and pray for her. Because before then, that lady I was talking about, her senior sister is dead. Her senior sister died. Then the boy died. And she was the next target. The reason why my family believe me that I'm a man of God is what I'm telling you. Then I told her that they should be careful they don't go for Ebisa. Do you know Ebisa? Like going to consult evil spirit to ask why the person died. And I looked to my father and I told him that when they are going your money or yourself, you shouldn't be part. He didn't listen. When they, when they got to the home, the, the boy was dead and everybody was surprised. Then somebody said, we must go and find out what killed him. We must go and find out. Then they said they should bring money. And my father gave them 100 cities. And they went. When they went, they said it was from me workplace, whatever. The following week, the lady I was talking about died. So within a period of one month, three relatives were there. Then I started praying. Standing in the gap. And the spirit I saw in the form of smoke said, you are the next one. When I went for my cousin's funeral and was laid in bed, I was filing around the bed. I was filing. And I was just looking at him. He, he was there. When I got to his right hand side, I heard a voice. And the voice said, Look at his suit. Or his coat. His is ash. Then the voice asked me, If you die next week, do you like white or black? <laughs> Some of you, you don't know. So when you see somebody holding a microphone, you don't know the things they've been through for them to get to wherever they've gotten to. Immediately I heard a voice, I was afraid. He was asking me whether I like white or I like the same color or black. So I just walked out. I didn't enter again. I just walked out. And the voice that had ministry to me talking to me. Then I, I said, No, this thing, none of my family members must die prematurely anymore. And I started praying and fasting. Praying. Praying God, I pray for my family, my mother's side, my father's side. Any spirit of death hunting the young ones, I battle it, I fight against it. And that was my only offense. Till date, I am the number one on their list. I'm telling you, till date. And you know one funny thing after praying that prayer, nobody has died to date. 
Nobody has died. For I saw for a man amongst that family. Amongst them means amongst your family. I am looking for a man among your family. I am looking for a man amongst your church. I am looking for a man amongst your company. Some of you, you go and bring somebody from outside to come and pray for you. It will not work. He said, I am looking for a man among your friends. Who will do what? Who will make a war? Do you understand a war? A war is, is in, in those days, wars were forms of protection. Your, your strength was seen in the size of your war. That is why the, Jer- the, the people of Jericho never thought their war can collapse. Because the Jericho war, two horses can run at the same time on it. Very big and huge. And so he said, I'm looking for somebody who will make a war. Tonight I pray God will find you. Those of you who that receive it in Jesus' name. Who will make a war? And stand in the gap. And so you see, this is the war. The enemies are here. Your people are here. Then you stand in the middle. And you say, No. I will not allow this person to die. So if you don't pray, your children will be buried this year. I'm telling you. Some of you, if you don't pray, your husband will be buried. Some of you, if you don't pray, your siblings will enter into strange. Some of you. Chronic diseases. It is very shameful. Some of the diseases they are shameful. They disgrace people. Imagine you of all people. Now your sister is suffering from a mental health disease. And your sister has stripped herself naked. How will you feel? Imagine you a born again believer and your brother has removed his clothes and is walking outside naked when you meet him in town how will you feel all the mad people you see they have relatives and the shameful thing is that when people know that this is your brother and he's gone mad but tonight I pray God will raise you up as an intercessor. Those of you said Amen, receive it. Tonight I pray that some of you will stand in the gap and say, No, none of my children will die. I pray some of you will rise up and say, None of my siblings will die. I pray some of you will rise up and say, None of my friends will die. As long as I am here, my business will do well. As long as I am in this church, nobody will die in the church. Those are the people God is looking for. Will he find one? Will he find one? And you see, Christianity is about others, it's not about ourselves. The moment you begin to think about yourself and I, it is a spirit called the spirit of Cain. And it's a demonic spirit. It's a selfish spirit. The spirit of selfishness. God asked Cain, where is your brother Abel? And he said, am I my brother's keeper? 
Am I my brother's keeper? So of you, when you don't pray, and that sister of yours goes mad. God asks you, why is your sister? Why is your brother? Why is your auntie? Paul said, I have preached the gospel to you and I've told you the truth. So I am not guilty of your blood. I pray you will not be found guilty with somebody's blood. I pray you will not be found guilty with your brother's blood. That is why tonight we are going to intercede. I need somebody. And we see, these are the people God is looking for. Somebody who will make a wall. Somebody who put herself, his or herself on the line. You see, my family, I have been, I have, I have been the wall of the family. In my family, nobody after secondary school, you don't enter the university. It was an abomination. It's a taboo for you to continue your education. I am telling you, in my family, we don't have graduates. Then, we really have graduates. When it got to my 10, when I was writing my wasi, I nearly died. I'm, I'm telling you. Whilst I was writing my wasi, I was in pain. Sometimes I would cry, and people would think that um, the villagers used to think that I can't write. That's why I'm crying. And maybe I'm sooner. I'm later. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. But I, I was the only person who knew what was happening. And they were asking me to go home, go to the hospital. I said, No, I must write this paper. When I was in secondary school, I can move to the class. was secondary school, me to me call class. Sit down. Immediately the teacher enters or the tutor enters. I'll take my bag and I'll go out. I don't know why. Why are you going? Sometimes I can tell the teacher I've not paid my school fees. And the teacher will say, We've not sent school fees. Sit down. I said, Seb, I'm sick. And I didn't know what was happening. Not knowing all those things were spiritual. Auntie, do you know why your daughter doesn't like school? My sister, do you know why your brother doesn't like school? They wanted me to quit. Because in my family, the, the person was gone to school. He went to Infantipim. That's my uncle. He went to Infantipim. Those days, they said it was a college. So he went to He's there. He's the scholar. He's even dead. The rest of them, you can't continue. All of them. When I wrote my wasi, I passed. I nearly died. I was hospitalized for six months. Six months. I just on the hospital bed. No water, no food. I was waiting for three months. And it was just, it was just a trip. Just drink for three months. Three months. No water. Can you live two days without water like water? It was on that sick bed that I remembered when the Bible said the rich man was begging Lazarus to dip his hand and put into his mouth just to cool his tongue. Three months without water. And the day the doctor said I would drink water, it was one spoon of water for the whole day. The whole day. I've, I've suffered. You pray. Why? I didn't. Because nobody was supposed to cross the secondary school. You should have crossed. You will see. 
you wait you will see when I complete I wanted to go to the university I bought forms I told you the other day so I'm not going back there something happened the, my family members were throwing stone at me I, I didn't go through so I to, I, one day I was, I was in a trotter from Accra because there was traffic usually at first there was traffic from Accra to circle so the driver had to go and dodge the traffic and he went through Accra Polytechnic that was, that was my first day I didn't even know that was where Accra Polytechnic was and I, I bought Legon they didn't, they didn't admit me and all the schools are finished with their admission. So when I saw welcome to Accra Polytechnic, I was sitting next, close to the window, and I said, in the name of Jesus, I, I prophesied to this school that I will be a student of the school. Yes, I said, I will be a student of the school. I just said it, I didn't even know, I didn't know anybody in the school. Do you know that? I just called home and somebody said, Oh, what? have you tried Akrapoli? And I said, No. I learned the registration, the admission is over. So don't worry, buy, buy the forms. I know somebody over there. Then we call the person and so they'll bring the form and I'll add it. If they choose you, they'll choose you. When I bought the forms, he, he added the forms to two, the students. That when the results, when the placement came, I was the first person. I was the first person. I went through the Accra Polytechnic and I went through the university. And if not for the coronavirus, I would have started my master's. But listen, after me, my junior sister, nursing training college, my, my cousins, University of Ghana, University of Education, University of this. And I was saying, I took the bullets. Once I am able to break the line, all those who follow, it will be easy for them. That is why God is saying, I am looking for a man among you. I don't know if you are ready to stand in the gap for your family. I don't know if you are ready to stand in the gap for somebody else. Somebody who say, Pastor, if I pray for my family, they will prosper me. I will not prosper. Job chapter 42, verse number 10. And we are going to pray. Job 42, That's my last question. I have so many things to say, but my time. Because today we are closing very early. Let's go. Job chapter 42, verse number 10. And the Lord restored Job's losses when he prayed for his friends. He said, you would think that you are praying for your cousin. You would think you are praying for your auntie. But the moment you open your mouth and you begin to pray, God will restore your losses. Your losses. And the Lord restored Job's losses. When Job prayed for his friends, this is Job praying, Father, I pray for my friend Ernest. Father, I pray for my friend Isabella. Father, restore them. Father, bless them. And God said, no, don't restore them. Restore Job's losses. Tonight, if you can pray, after the prayer, all the things you've lost, God will restore it to you in Jesus' name. I want you to stand to your feet. We are going to stand. The first prayer point is for our family. 
Tonight is going to be prayer all throughout. Then tomorrow is going to be prophetic and anointing service. Tomorrow our anointing. On Sunday, if you are coming to church, you come with your own anointing oil. Sunday, I want to give you the opportunity to stand and the God for your family. There are some of you in your family. There are sicknesses and diseases which are chronic. One day a woman said, when my grandmother got to 42 years old, she died of diabetes. And then my mother also got to 42 years and she died of diabetes. She said, my senior sister got to 42, she also died of diabetes. Our, um, her backbone also celebrated her 42nd Day. The next day she, she, she collapsed when they took her to the hospital. They said it was diabetes. She was dead. And said, Pastor, I am 41 years. And I'm afraid. My children after me are also coming. And I am afraid for them. And my bishop told him that, my sister, rise up. Sorry. As an intercessor. And intercede for yourself and the generation that are coming after you. And pray that that chronic sicknesses and diseases will stop on you. Today the woman is 71 years old. And she's alive. Why? Because somebody stood up and prayed. I want you to give you the opportunity. I want to give you the opportunity. You are going to lift up your voice and pray and stand in the gap for your family. Anybody in your family, the devil wants him or her to go mad. You are reversing that covenant. Anybody, the devil wants to take their life prematurely. You want to reverse that covenant. Any sickness the devil has put on every single member of your family. As you lift up your voice tonight, may the curtains be broken and be torn off in the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice and let's pray. Talk to the Lord. Lift up your voice. Stand in the gap and pray for somebody. Abraham prayed for Lord. And he said, Oh God, if you find 50 people, 50 righteous people in, in Sodom, will you destroy the city? And God said, No, I will not destroy. Tonight, you see, your cousin needs your help. Tonight, your brother needs your help. Lift up your voice and pray for them. Stand in the gap for them. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. And pray somebody. Lift up your voice. Talk to the Lord. Pray. Stand in the gap. Against every premature death. In your family. As you lift up your voice. May every premature death. Hunting the life of your family. Be broken in the name of Jesus. As you lift up your voice, may every witchcraft power fighting the members of your family be broken in the name of Jesus. As you lift up your voice, may every sicknesses and diseases which the devil has put on your family be broken in the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. Pray. 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 
Authority don't allow. Prisoner don't allow. Your child cannot die before his time. Your cousin cannot lose their job. Your father cannot die. Your mother cannot die. Lift up your voice and pray. Stand in the gap for them. Stand in the gap for them. Lift up your voice. Intercede for your brother. Intercede for your sister. Intercede for your family. Intercede. Lift up your voice. Somebody lift up your voice. For the Bible says, I know that it shall turn to my salvation through your prayers. As you pray, a cousin of yours is receiving freedom. As you pray, some disease in your family is being lifted. As you pray, as you pray, the disease that used to kill people in the family is being lifted. As you pray, the tree of poverty, the tree of poverty is being uprooted. Talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. Pray. 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 Pray for your sister. Pray for your brother. Pray for your cousins. Pray for your aunties. Pray for your uncles. Pray for your parents. None of your children must die. None of your children must die before their time. Stand in the gap. Somebody 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 make a wall. Somebody make a wall. Somebody make a wall. Make a wall for your family. Your child. Your child cannot suffer from chronic diseases. Some of you, if you don't pray, your child would suffer from a disease. There are hereditary diseases. There are diseases which are hereditary. But tonight, you're going to stand in the gap. Nobody's going to pray for you. You are praying for yourself and your family. You are standing in the gap for yourself and your family. In this spirit of death, hunting the members of your family. As you pray tonight, receive power to overcome their works. As you pray tonight, receive grace to overturn their works. Somebody lift up your voice and pray. Talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. Some of you in your family, the women, they don't marry. But with this prayer, that covenant is broken. Some of you in your family, people die before their time. But as you pray, that covenant is reversing. Some of you in your family, people don't prosper. But as you pray, as you stand in the garden and you make a war, that covenant is coming down. That covenant is coming down. Lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. Somebody pray. 
pray. Oh, somebody pray. Somebody stand in the gap for your family. Your family needs your help. Your family needs your help. Your cousin needs your help. Tonight, in the name of Jesus, I stand in the gap for my family. I stand in the gap for my family. I stand in the gap. Lift up your voice. Pray. Pray. Your sister cannot suffer the same fate of your mother. Some of you in your family, they divorce the women. All the women who got married have been divorced. But tonight, as you pray, you are overturning that covenant. You are overturning that covenant. Stand in the gap for your family. Somebody pray. Somebody pray. Somebody pray. Yes. Yes. Pray. 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 Some of you in your family, the men don't prosper. The men don't build. The men don't build. But as you pray, your generation is going to be known as generation of builders. Somebody pray. Somebody pray. Somebody pray. Somebody pray. Somebody pray. Somebody pray. Nobody will pray for you tonight. Lift up your voice and pray over them. Every covenant in your family that is fighting against the members of your family in this spirit of poverty, every spirit of poverty in my mother's side and in my father's side tonight, I overturn it, I break it, I break it, I break it, I break it now, now, I pray for freedom. I pray for freedom, for freedom, for my family, for my mother's house, receive freedom, for my mother's house, receive freedom, now, 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 talk to God, 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 Somebody pray. Somebody pray. Somebody pray. Somebody pray. Somebody pray. Somebody pray. Standing for your family. Standing the gap for your family. Standing the gap for your nation. Standing the gap for your relatives. Pray. Chronic sicknesses and diseases. As you pray, it is overturned. It is overturned. I sought for a man. I sought for a man. I sought for a man. I sought for a man who will intercede for his family. I sought for a man. I sought for a man. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Auntie Babel. God is calling you as an intercessor. Brother Kerry, God is calling you as an intercessor for your family. Sister Jennifer, God is calling you as an intercessor for your family. Kelvin, 
world is calling you as an intercessor for your family. Lift up your voice. Nana, God is calling you as an intercessor for your family. Abel, God is calling you as an intercessor for your family. Tonight, God is asking you, what about your cousins? What about your family? What about your relatives? Lift up your voice. Auntie Evelyn, tonight, God is calling you as an intercessor for your family. So lift up your voice. And you want to lift up your voice. Stand in the gap for your family. Every curse upon your family, you can reverse it. Every curse in your family, you can reverse it. Every disease in your family, you can overturn it. Lift up your voice. Benedicta, lift up your voice. Florence, talk to the Lord. Emma, talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. Pat, talk to the Lord. Reverse it. Drama stand in the gap for your family. Your mother cannot die before her time. Your father cannot die before his time. None of your siblings will be disgraced. None of your siblings will be put into prison. Stand in the gap for I saw for a man. For I saw for a man. For I saw for a man. Somebody talk to God. Somebody talk to God. Brother Frederick. God is calling you as an intercessor. God is calling you as an intercessor for your family. For your family. For your family. Lift up your voice. Break it down. Every death covenant in your family. Tonight. Break it down. Tonight. Tear it down. Tonight. Reverse it. Reverse it. Reverse it. Reverse it. Jesus. Tonight, I redeem my family 
sicknesses tonight. I stand in the gap. Somebody stand in the gap. Somebody stand in the gap. Somebody stand in the gap. In the mighty name of Jesus. Why is God saying the man I'm looking for should be among them? Why should the man be amongst them? The man should be amongst them because he took a relative to sacrifice the wealth of your family to some idols. And so if we need a reversal, it should also come from another family member. Listen. It is a taboo when somebody from outside comes to stand in the gap for you. Usually, you see, witches are people that always want to go by laws. Demonic spirits are people who believe in laws. They ask Jesus, Have you come to destroy us before our time? They knew there was coming a time for their destruction. But they were going for the Lord. They told Jesus, It is not yet our time. And so you can't destroy us. Just command us to enter the pigs. And I was surprised. Jesus never destroyed them. But he asked them to move into the pigs. You see, God is looking for another relative. Yesterday we read a scripture in Genesis chapter 6. We read a scripture in Genesis chapter 6. And we saw Israel, the children of Israel running for help. And running into caves and mountains to seek refuge. Because the Midianites were pursuing them. But listen, God chose one person from among the Israelites called Gideon. Tonight you are going to be the Gideon of your family. I said, Tonight you are going to be the Gideon of your job. God chose a gentleman from amongst the Israelites. You see, when the children of Israel were in Egypt and they were crying, God chose somebody from among them who was Moses. My brother, take me to Judges chapter 6. Let's read from the verse number um, 25 quickly. My time is verse 25. Today we go very early. Judges chapter 6, verse number 25. And so this is it Gideon had an encounter with the angel of the Lord. And the angel of the Lord called him a mighty man of valor. When the angel saw him, he said, Gideon. I said, Gideon. Thou mighty man of valor. And Gideon said, Who are you talking to? And Gideon said, Why now? Sir, are you referring to me? Let's Charlie, let's go to verse. Kevin, take me to this scripture. Verse number 11. Quickly, 11. yes, 11. Go to 11. Listen, 11. All right, now the angel of the Lord came and sat under a terebin tree which was in Ophrah, which belongs to Joash the Abbey, whatever they were. Let's go to okay. While Gideon was, whilst his son Gideon threshed wheat in the wine press in order to hide it from the Midianites. So, this is Gideon who was a coward. 
He stood up at dawn. Oh, sorry, I hear my Went to the farm to harvest the crops which were not ripe. To hide it from the Midianites. Because by the next morning, the Midianites will come and destroy everything. And the angel of the Lord was sitting under a tree waiting for him. Verse number 12 says, And the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said unto him, The Lord is with you, thou mighty man of valor. Move on. Let's go. 13. I want you to listen to what Gideon said. And Gideon said to him, Oh my Lord, if the Lord is with us, why then has all these things happened to us? God is with your family. And yet certain things are happening to you. And so sometimes, you see, the thing that happened to you is not an indication that God has left you. Somebody here, you can be a Christian and still go through some trials. If God was with us, why then has all these things happened to us? And where are all his miracles which our fathers told us about? Now, now, listen. Did not the Lord bring us out of Egypt, out from Egypt? But now the Lord has forsaken and delivered us into the hands of the Midianites. Gideon is complaining. The angel never mind him. Let's go to 14. Look at what the angel said. Then the Lord turned to him. So the angel you saw over there was not just any angel. But verse number 14 tells us, Then the Lord turned to him and said, Go in your might. Go in what? Listen, listen. Go in your might. Is it the King James? The new King James says, Go in this might of yours. And you shall save Israel from the hands of the Midianites. Who is going to save the Israelites? Gideon. Gideon. Just one man. Tonight, if you can pray, God will use you to save your family in the name of Jesus. Then the angel of the Lord said, Have I not sent you? Now, let's listen to what Gideon said. You see, some of us are Gideon by nature. And Gideon said to the angel of the Lord, Oh my Lord, how can I save Israel? Some of you, it's true. You can't save your family. Because you now, your problems are too many. How can I save my, my, my family? Or how can I save Israel? Then he begins to describe himself. Indeed, my clan is the weakest in the tribe of Manasseh. And I am the least in my father's house. Tonight, it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter you think you can pray or you don't know how to pray. If you can just open your mouth and say something on behalf of your family, it will come to pass. And so the angel of the Lord convinces Gideon. Now take me to 25, just as I demanded. And let me show you something. And that's what we are going to do. The first thing the angel of the Lord told Gideon to do is to break down the old altar. There are some of you in your father's house. There is an altar. As long as the altar is there, you can prosper. Some of you, there is an altar of poverty. Some of you, there is an altar. Irrespective of the beauty of a lady, you go and they'll divorce you and you come back. In certain families, women don't marry. Women don't marry. When they marry, they will divorce them. 
One day a woman said, Pastor, my entire family, nobody has been married. Born five. You want you go to my family, you see people with five children, six different fathers. Each child has got a different father. And none of them have been married. So that's for me. I've given birth to three children with three men. The man who is, who is with me now, he has married me. But the only thing is that he beats me. As for slab, yes, it's normal. But even I'm better than my family members. As for me, I've been married. Sister, marriage with slab is not a good thing. Some of you people die prematurely. In your family, you know your family better than myself. But listen, now it came to pass that same night that the Lord said to him, That's Gideon. Take your father's young bull, the second bull of the seventh year old, and tear down the altar of Baal. And tear down the altar of what? That was all that your father has, and cut down the, the wooden image that is that is beside it. Tonight we are entering into our father's house. You, those of you sleep, you sleep. You the things following you is too much. Just right now we started praying. You are sleeping. We are going to tear down. I know my family better. In my family. In my family. Maybe you are a gentleman. Women will fight over you. Oh, it's not because you are handsome. It's a few marble. And the song sang is reasonable. One of my uncles is very ugly. I'm telling you. Fearfully made. I saw seven women fighting over him. Another one. As for him, when he was a child, they gave him a polio injection and he got paralyzed. Even with his paralysis, he, he married, I think, two or three women. Ha! Then I realized that, Charlie, something is somewhere. And in my family, when you give, if you're a man and you you sleep with somebody, the become, and you don't even take care of the child, don't worry, they need your child. It's a child they need. Growing up, a woman at Pokwase called me and said, "I want you to date my daughter and give me a child." Hey, what, what is, is it? Is strange? The woman said I should sleep with her daughter and give her a child. She just needs my child. Even if I don't take responsibility, I shouldn't worry at all. Then I realized that my house demons has entered her. Some of you, your family is like that. Tonight you are going to break down that altar. Tonight you are going to tear down that altar. One of the things that our family was struggling was money. My brother, one day I stood up. I, I was at, at Accra Polytechnic. I went to school. We were in class. Then they came. They said, please, the following students are to walk out of class. Because they were, they've not paid their fees and they've not registered. Then they mentioned 
they mentioned my name. And I took my bag. When I got out, I said, God. And my friends, you see, I was very quiet, so my friends used to respect me. When I came out, I said, God, where from this disgrace? How many of you have been sacked school fees before? How was the feeling? How was the feeling? Brother, Santa is very disgraceful. And I came out. When I came out, I stood outside the compound and I knelt down. And I held there. You see, those of you who know Akrapole, we have a place called the Great Hall. It's, it's, it's a story building. I was up there and I held the bus and I said, God, please lift up somebody from my family and let him become rich. Don't raise a wicked person. If not, we will suffer. Raise somebody and bless him with money. So that in times of difficulty like today, I can run to him and he will be of help. And I started praying. I was a Christian. I wasn't a pastor. And I walked out of class. Stopped the car and I came home. I thought I was joking. Two weeks later, Two weeks I was in the house when my senior brother drove to the house with a brand new car. That day, heaven came down for me. I started crying because nobody in my family has bought a bicycle. And my senior brother has bought a brand new car unregistered. The car was lemon green. I don't know if my mother will remember. Yes. Lemon green. The car was called Juliet. Juliet. <laughs> And I sat at the front. And it was AC. I didn't even know that if it's AC, you have to roll the glass. And I brought the glass down. I crossed my hand like this. Anybody I will see in town. Hey, Brian. Bye-bye. Hey, sister. I greeted everybody. Because nobody has bought a car in my family. But I prayed. And God lifted my brother. Auntie, could you believe that the next semester? They came with the same list. And I got out and I called my brother. And he said, Oh, come to my site. When I went, he gave me a check. He said, Go and pay your school fees. Tonight, if somebody can intercede, the dream of poverty will fall. I'm telling you. I can't show. My brother paid my fees. And I said, God, thank you. If I need anything, I'll go to him. I wasn't buying clothes anymore. I'll go to him. Tell him, you're all the one that it doesn't go you. You understand? Give it to me. Sometimes I'll go for clothes. Bags of clothes. You must, don't be wicked. Pray that God will bless one person in your family. If God raises one person, you will not be put to shame. Then I prayed again. Because I saw my prayer was working. And I said, God, now bring in more people to be blessed. And I was praying. And my cousin also broke through. He was working at the port. Within a short time, he bought cars. He 
the car I drive was given to me by a company. It was a seed. They said, man of God, we can't pay you for your prayers. Please take this car. But I prayed years ago. You are going to pray and change things. Every altar of poverty must come down. Every altar of strange sicknesses and disease must come down. Lift up your voice and let's pray. Talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. Every altar of sicknesses and diseases. Every altar of poverty. Pray and bring it down. That is your last prayer. Lift up your voice and pray. Tear down altars. Bring down altars on the behalf of your family. On your job's behalf. Some of you stand in the gap for your friends. For when they break through, they will help you. Some of you stand in the gap for your church members. A church member can help you. A relative can help you. Somebody can help you. Lift up your voice and stand in the gap. Pray for people in your family. Pray for people in your church. Pray for the advancement of your church. This church can prosper. We can sponsor about 25 university students. If the church can prosper, we can take care of your rent. If the church can prosper, certain things you are suffering will no more be there. Bring down orders. Every witchcraft altar fighting against the people in the family tonight bring it down. Every altar of sicknesses and diseases, every altar of diabetes, every altar of stroke, every altar of rheumatism. Some of you, rheumatism is in your family. Every member of the family is suffering from rheumatism. Some of you in your families, every member is suffering from ulcer. But tonight, you want to lift up your voice and tear down the altar, break down the altar, break down the altar. Somebody lift up your voice. For I saw for a man. For I saw for a man. God said to Gideon, Get your father's young pool. The second of the pool. And tear down the altar of Baal. Tear down the altar of Baal. Somebody tear down the altar. Witchcraft altar is coming down. Altar of madness and sicknesses are coming down. Altars of death is coming down. There are some of you, all your relatives are thieves. But tonight that altar is coming down. There are some of you, prostitution is common in your family. But as you pray, that altar is coming down. Altar of fornication. Mounted in my church and in my family. Tonight I tear it down. Tonight I bring it down. Tonight I pull it down. Tonight I bring it down. Order of premature death. Order of premature death. Tonight I bring them down. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Order. Every order of poverty. 
some of you, poverty has taken dominion over your family. Bring it down. Die it down. Break it down. Pray for the freedom of your parents. Pray for the job of your parents. Your mother's job must do well. Your father's job must do well. Your brother must marry. Your sister must marry. Your sister must have a wedding. Some of you, the only type of marriage that happens in your family is when people get pregnant before they marry them. But tonight, that order is coming down. Talk to the Lord. Pray. You have five more minutes to go home. Talk to the Lord. Pray. Talk to the Lord. Pray. Talk to the Lord. Break down the altar. It's coming down. No more shall it be said that your family is a family of poverty. No more shall it be said that your family is a family of sick people. No more shall it be said that your family is a family of fornicants. Rebuke every altar of fornication. Every altar of adultery. Some of you in your family, people cannot be with one man. Some of you in your family, the men cannot live with one woman. But tonight, that altar is coming down. As you pray, God is delivering you and your family from that strange altar. Some of you, every altar that was raised pertains to your business. As you pray, it is coming down. Your business will do well. After this prayer, some of you, your friends will begin to prosper. After this prayer, bring down altars. This is not the time to talk. You have three more minutes to go. Lift up your voice. Talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. Tear down that altar. Bring down that altar. Bring down that altar. Altar of premature death. Tonight, we command you to come down. Altar of stagnation. Tonight, we declare that may you come down. Tonight, now, talk to God. Yes, talk to God. Talk to God. Bring down the altar. Bring down the altar. Every altar in your family. Speaking against your life. Speaking against your family. Speaking against your cousins. Tonight. It is coming down. Every altar of stubbornness. Tonight. It is coming down. Lift up your voice. Now. Pray. Somebody. Pray. Tear down that altar. Tear down that altar. Now. In the name of Jesus. Listen. There are certain altars that must come down tonight. You. You remember? Is it? Okay. This is my Akonda. Is my in-law. Yes, he's taking the Akonda Zenkai. That's my wife's brother. 
When I entered their family, to me, I was going to marry my wife. But what you don't know is that when you marry from a family, you are not marrying only the woman. You are marrying the woman plus her family cares and her family whatever. Everything in the family would come after you. I entered the family. And their family is one of the best families anybody can marry in. If there is a lady following you, she's also going to be part of my family. But when I entered the family, I realized that certain things were not right. In their family, premature death is, is water. Is the water they drink? I think. Um, who died first? Was it your father? Or your father died first. His father died. His, his father is a very good man. He was my best friend. No, I mean Yes, we were friends. Even before I married her daughter. The man is very I've never seen a kind man like that before. I'm telling you, I'm Maybe the person I can compare to is my cousin. His father was a mechanic. He used to repair car engines and whatever. He will use his money to repair your car. When you say you don't have money, then you say take it away. I have never seen one before. The man became sick for so many years, over seven years. Battling diseases. Then he will get better. And he will fall sick. When he falls sick and you see, you think he was dying today. Then he died. Exactly six months after his death. It's what? It's three months. Exactly three months. His father's brother. His father's brother. His, was it his, the younger one? He also died. And we went for the funeral. Exactly three months after the younger one, the senior one also died. So the, 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 the difference is three months, three months. Later. And the way a manner they die is strange. Then listen. After we buried his father, and we buried two of his uncles. I think now he's the Japanese. Because he's the <laughs> We had a dream. Listen, I had a dream. In the dream, I saw this gentleman and his father. I saw his father squat like this on a public toilet. And I saw my wife squatting next to her father. And I saw this gentleman standing next to my wife like this. They were all squatting on the public and their father was there. And their junior brother was also the next one. Then I asked God, God, follow me, please. You are going home. What is this? And he said to me, What you saw is a transgenerational curse. After the father, the father's children will continue. After the father's children, the father's children, children will continue. I didn't have a problem with him dying. I didn't have a problem with his junior brother dying. But I had a problem with my wife dying. Because I'm not ready to be a, a widow. A widower. 
I'm too young to be a widower. And people come and say, Oh, Pastor, sorry. And I said, Over my dead body. In fact, I married her. And so I must enjoy her. I have not even started enjoying like I should. You are coming to kill her. And I said, For the weird. It will never happen. Then I started praying. As if I was a family member. Father, every spirit I bind you. You are coming to kill my wife. In the name of Jesus. I prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed. Today they are free. Look at them. What about your family? That's your last prayer. Father, every transgenerational curse. Some of you, what is happening to you is a curse that your great grandfather erected somewhere. A woman. You see, those days they were killing people. Um, um, it, it was it was common. Um, and then when a king dies, they will slaughter. We call them abrafo executioners. So they go out kill people. One day, a king, a very great, powerful king, died. And the executioners were supposed to bring seven human heads to be buried with the king. And one um, executioner held a pregnant woman who was going to fetch water. And he laid a knife to his neck. And the woman looked at the, the executioner and he said, You are pregnant. And you never had mercy on me. He said, In your family, I place an everlasting curse on you and your entire generation. Anybody who has your blood, they would die mysteriously. And he, he said, the, woman, the woman told her that I, 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 I speak to you. That within, if somebody is going to die, they would die in pairs, not once. So um, a woman and a child, they will die. This and this, they will die. They they said, will. Nobody will live past my age. And the woman was 40 years. And so the woman said, Nobody will live about 40 years. Like joke, like joke. Truly. All the descendants of that family, they are now finished. I said, no, cry, no, cry. I was talking to somebody. I said, at this people. From the, the man, the man who came to me, they gave birth, they had people, they are all dead. Their family is empty. There, I was talking to my mother. In my family, we have that thing. I was talking to my mother about his father. And I asked him about his grandfather's brother. Mommy, this this brother of my grandfather, where are his children? Because my grandfather's children, we are here. His children and his children's children are here. And I asked, but what about his brother? My mother said, they are all dead. And so that grandfather of mine, his descendants are finished. The last among them died recently. So the family is dead. There is no generation. I don't know what he did. 
But you are going to pray and reverse every family case that is working in your life and that of your family. If your great grandfather did something that is, has brought implications to you, that's your last prayer for me. Tonight, I break down every altar of curse in my family. Tonight, every altar. Any case that is working in our lives, I break it. I rebuke it. Some of you, the, the case that is working is that you are all I know of a lady, a lady, very beautiful lady. Her parents have got money. They stay at Dome. She's a thief. She still thinks she doesn't need. She has iPads, mobile phones, oh, iPad, she, mobile phone. she can steal your yam. Put your hand and steal your yam. And she will not use it for anything. Oh, so and you catch her and beat her. Her senior brother is like that. One of her brothers has been killed because of some of these things. I don't know what is happening. I don't know which case. But tonight, I'm giving, if you are tired, sit down. But I'm giving you the opportunity. You want to go to God and God and tell him that God, every case that is working in my family, tonight as I lift up my voice, I reverse it in the name of Jesus. I break its power over my life and the generation of family. In Jesus' name, let's talk to God, somebody. That is your last prayer. Let's talk to God. Talk to God. Lift up your voice. Pray. 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 Night, the children of Israel, Israel man, had a curse upon their lives. And when Jesus came, he took the curse on the cross. And the Bible says, Cursed be anyone that hangs on the cross. Cursed be the one that hangs on the cross. And Jesus died to take away our curse. And so tonight, every curse that is in your family, as you pray, may it be broken by the power of the Holy Spirit. Now, in Jesus' mighty name, Amen. Amen. Yesterday we closed very late, so we are closing now. I want you to stand to your feet, close your eyes. Stand to your feet, close your eyes, and lift up your hands. Heavenly Father, I pray for your children. We join our faith together tonight. And we decree and we declare that every demonic altar in our family that has been fighting against the members of our families. Tonight we stand in the gap and we reverse that curse in the name of Jesus. Every yoke and tree of poverty which the devil planted 
And every member of the family is eating from the tree of poverty. Tonight, I curse the tree to die by the roots in the name of Jesus. I reverse every sickness that the devil has put in your family. Sicknesses to disgrace you. Sicknesses to put you to shame. Tonight, I reverse that sickness in the name of Jesus. If there was a sickness that every member of the family was getting, tonight I command that it will cease in Jesus' name. As for you and your generation after you, that sickness will never work on you. It will never work on your generation. If there was a spirit that was fighting the members of your family, tonight because you have prayed, I join my feet to your faith and we break that covenant in the name of Jesus. Any covenant which was working against your life and against the members of your family. Tonight, I curse it to die in Jesus' name. I prophesy to you instead of shame, may you receive the double of God's glory. I prophesy to you instead of poverty, may you receive finances in the name of Jesus. If there is if nobody in your family has been able to build a house, may you build a mountain in the name of Jesus. If there are people in your house that have never traveled out of Accra, may you and the generation after you be a generation of travelers. Receive the grace in the name of Jesus. I prophesy to you whatever will make your life better whatever will make the life of your family better receive it in Jesus name receive it in Jesus name receive it in Jesus name every altar of witchcraft which was fighting against your life tonight I decree that may it come to an end tonight I decree that may it come to an end if there are certain women among us that in your family no woman is being married your wedding shall be one of the greatest wedding in your family and I prophesy that after you people will marry if in your family people were not able to give birth I prophesy to you I prophesy to you that you shall take a seat and your children's children shall have children after you receive that grace in the name of Jesus I speak to 25 people in there whatever fought your grandfather will not fight you those of you said amen receive it in Jesus name whatever fought your grandmother will never fight you whatever spirit fought your parents will never fight you receive power to overcome every demon in your family I said receive power to overcome every demon in your family if previously people were dying I prophesy to you that people will begin to leave if there is an age limit set in your family by which people die tonight by virtue of your prayer and the power of God that is present I decree and I declare that you and the rest of your family will live and not die the Bible says, and God said to 
said to Ezekiel, Son of man, shall these dry bones have life? And Ezekiel said, Lord, thou knoweth. And God said, Prophesy to the dry bones. Tonight, I prophesy to every dry bone in your family. Tonight, I prophesy to every dry bone in your business. Tonight, I prophesy to every dry bone in your church. Tonight, I prophesy to every dry bone in your marriage. I prophesy that may you receive flesh in the name of Jesus. I prophesy that may you receive life in the name of Jesus. Spirit of God, fall on your children and cause them to move forward in life in life in Jesus name Amen listen God bless you Anne Anne wave your hand you are hiding give me a wave she bought two, two oil for me today or two God bless you yes, I was in need of fire I didn't get one when I was praying God said to me lift this oil up as my blood pour it into their hands and let them walk out of here just as I hear so will I do I'm going to anoint your hands you see the Bible said that by reason of the anointing every yoke is broken tonight I'm going to anoint your hands and your feet don't be in a hurry because I'll do it for each and every one of us before we leave. We are going home. Our time is up. We hope you've been blessed by this message. For further information on Reverend Amos Darko's tips and books, please send us a mail at rev.amosdarko at gmail.com or call plus 233 Thank you for your time.